live from a horror movie where all the rest of the cast is dying off and then you get down to just two people left and you know you're not the killer, so... <gasps> Kristen! <laughs> Don't eat the hummus, Dwayne. Don't eat the hummus. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. You guys just pushed me too far. How's the voice? <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that enjoys a little sideline action every now and again. We hope you had a great Canada Day, got to see some giant rubber duckies and so on. And to our three U.S. listeners, as we think it's three, could be four, uh, happy Will Smith Day. On this week's episode, mm-hmm. we look back at the triumph in the Voyager's Cup. Huzzah! Review the not-so-great trip to Frisky Frisco, talk about the Gold Cup, and more. And now to this week's panel. He's emerged from his hammock in a Mitsu-induced haze. It's Duncan Fletcher. Hello. You might remember me from such rants as being against modern football, commercialism's ruining everything, not buying uh, like football jerseys because sponsors are bad. Today, I'm enjoying a refreshing brew from Muskoka Breweries. This is their uh, craft lager, uh, the Kirby, this little boat on the front of the can. Delicious. Uh, Tony and Mark are mysteriously missing. Um... Really don't know what's happened to them. I just assumed that they forgot that we still work today, even though it's holiday Monday for a lot of people. Nothing untoward has happened at all. No. No, no, no. They'll be back next week. No, for sure. Absolutely. Mm. Luckily, so that Duncan and I didn't have to do the show alone, which would just have been terrible for Duncan probably, uh, we found Dwayne Rollins from Soccer Today just wandering about on the street. Uh, Dwayne. Welcome to the show. We love you, Kristen. We do. We love you, Kristen. We do. We love you, Kristen. We do. Oh, Kristen, we love you. Don't kill us. All right. Which beer are you guys drinking? One of the beers. Kirby. There's an antidote, so you're probably both okay. All right. Yeah, okay. It's a lovely Muskoka brewery. Uh, did they sponsor a Greek heritage night by chance? <laughs> but they, it's quite possible, yes. Yes. Oi! Don't piss off the sponsors, you two. Come on. Uh, as for me, hey, we I can didn't... always get new sponsors. <laughs> Come on, sponsors! They're they're, they're clamoring to give <laughs> us free stuff. Yes, other beer companies give us beer. Uh, as for me, I didn't drop it. You jerks who wanted me to drop the trophy, I did not. Disappointing. I am trophy presenter extraordinaire. So there, and I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Also enjoying a lovely Muskoka Brewery. I'm having the detour, ah. having some hoppiness. You know, how is the detour? It's, it's delicious. A... Ah, I quite excellent. enjoy it. Thank you again. Muskoka Brewery for gifting us with beer for the show. You know, just so our, our throats don't get dry. Really, that's that's all it is. It's just concern. I'm it's, gonna have it's a four, I think I'm gonna have a fifth one just to make sure. Yeah, like how, like you're drinking all our beer, man. What's well, free? What's <laughs> your favorite kind of beer? <laughs> free beer. It's always the best beer. It's true. <laughs> Selling out is easy to do. It's not so hard to find a buyer for you. When money talks, you're under its spell. Ah, but what do you have when there's nothing left to sell? All right, first up on this week's show. Uh, yes, we know the Voyager's Cup was first, but as is our habit, we're going to look at the MLS game. 
get that out of the way. So, um, happy Canada Day. Those were not the fireworks we were looking for. Uh, yeah. So, Toronto FC still winless in uh, Frisky Frisco. Mm. They have never won a CCL. game there. Yes. The okay. Game. MLS games. When then. it counted. When it counted. Yeah, Hi, Zhao. Yeah, Plata. We love you. Lita. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, on it. <laughs> on a night that the Reds would most likely prefer to forget, uh, speedy counterattack and a surprisingly together defense, considering who they were all missing. Saw Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. Yeehaw! Uh, Sounded a little off. But yeah, okay. but you know it's fine. It works. Mm-hmm. Um, just too much for for yeah. Toronto. Really, it, it was it was. You know that was the worry for me was the counterattack, not the defense, but it was. You know, competitive in, 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 in pieces. TFC missed some shots. That drew know, more header. Had that gone in, maybe it's a different game. Yeah, or that first shot by Seba that, uh, what's his name, put up over the over the crossbar. The one where we should have passed to Ashton Morgan. Probably, yes. It was all selfish instead. Mm. Poor Ashton Morgan. Yeah, Ashton, Ashton's only going to score one goal. I've determined this. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to yes, go, that's right. It's yes. going to score the goal that wins TFC, the MLS Cup Cup. The MLS Cup Cup. Which mm. is a different cup than the MLS Cup, apparently. But no, I, he's never. For those that don't know, he's been here since 2009. He's yet to score a goal over 100 appearances. It only makes sense that he is going to end the curse, and then he's just going to literally drop the mic and walk off the pitch, as as you would be apt to do. And then he'll be a regular, like you know, seven or eight goals a year scorer in the uh, Canadian Premier League. Uh, Hamilton uh, FC, um, whatever they're going to be called. Sure, yeah, why mm. not? Mm. <sighs> Anyway, it was, you know, most, I don't think, I know I know you had picked, I think actually, I think you got the score correct. I did. You did. I, that's right. You, you called for 3-1. Mm-hmm. I called for a 1-1 tie. I don't know what I was thinking. No, no, no. I still, I still felt good about it. Even the day of. Sort of got nervous when I saw the lineup. I was like, oh, that looks potentially terrifying. I don't know if anyone could have anticipated Vasquez not being No, there. and that was a big part of it, right? So, um, mm-hmm. no Vasquez, no, both of your outside backs missing. And uh, yeah. it was the second weakest lineup they put on the, the field this year after the Ottawa. Game. Thank you. I was going to say Ottawa being mm-hmm. first. Um, that was... Although that's it. Look, I, I didn't think it was all bad. I thought there were sparks in that game where they showed that they can, you know, compete even with the lineup that yep. that low. And you know, I know the dismissal of the deepest team. I actually do believe they are the deepest team in MLS history, which is not as big of a compliment as people think, uh, because that really just means that they're the deepest team in the last two years because Tam just came in two years ago. Um, okay, great. So anyway, they they can withstand that, and I think that really what where I would lay the blame on this is, um, and I'm not a basher of Greg Vanny, but I think he didn't adjust quick enough to Dallas clearly destroying them down the flanks on that counter. Oh yeah, no, not at all. That took way too long for subs. I don't, I don't know. Been, there should have been a four four men back. They should not yeah. have been being as aggressive as they were. Which it, also surprised me. Sorry. Yeah, no. Say it does kind of <coughs> indicate that uh, you know, especially in this formation, that the fullbacks are really important. So uh, yeah, yeah let's let's put in two guys who haven't played. And Ashton yes. didn't have the best game, oh, but he had a better game than Alseth. I don't know. Either both sides mm. were pretty bad. I thought yeah, Ashton was like, to blame mm. for the second goal. Um, I thought Alex Bono was to blame for the second. Well, goal. it wasn't the best keeping. <laughs> and I prefer Irwin, and everyone knows that because I think Bono makes makes poor decision making. He was a spectacular shot stopper, but shot stopping is. Everyone in MLS can try to stop the ball. 
Um, so I, I would rather have our own back in there. But nonetheless, especially no, for I, a game like that. If you watch that second goal, Morgan's at a crawl, jogging back after. I don't know why he didn't mm. track harder. And it, it was really yeah, unfortunate when you see a guy that's not playing as much as he is, and he he was just like deer, deer in the you know, deer in the headlights type thing at that moment. Once the once the player got past him. Yeah, there was. Which, yeah, I think you'd say the same for the first goal, not Morgan specifically. But again, all right, so Eruti well, and Moore were kind of running back, back here, and the rest of the defense is just jogging along. Yeah. Not really making any effort to get back and if not for Drew get in the Moore way for any cutback or whatever. If not, if not for Drew Moore, it would have gotten far worse out of hand because he saved them a number of times. I feel bad for him. Because all I can picture is, you know, either halftime or after the game, Drew Moore grabbing all of the defenders by the scruffs of their necks, throwing them against a locker and laying into them. At least that's what I would have done had I been him. Because yeah. they, all of them, and, and, you know, and I have, and that includes even Chris Mavinga, who I have a lot of time for these days and have lots of nice things to say about him. They let him, they left him out there just, you know. Mm-hmm. By himself really, a lot. I like Mavigo a lot too, and I think he's a very athletic defender. But he kind of reminds me of Richard Eckersley a little bit in the sense that he's a lot of flash and effort and sprints and diving in there. I think and he's all got that. a lot more skill than X. sure, sure. But you remember people loved Eckersley because he was so trying so hard Ooh. run and Mavinga's got a bit of that in my opinion but uh, he's he's a better version of of, of Richard Eckersley. And, and a taller version of Richard Eckersley that perhaps yes <laughs> less Scottish less redhead well that too yeah, although it depends yeah. on what he's going to do to his hair you know it could be mm-hmm. red next week you never know I, there's the Richard Eckersley the, there's I will still to the day I die this will be one of my flashpoint memories I remember a play where Richard Eckersley sprinted the length of the pitch and with the ball Everyone was roar, 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 and then he, he went to do a shot, and he completely flubbed it, and it went out to the other side for a, for a throw. And then the throw in happened, and he, he got completely out of position. He sprinted all the way back to the other side of the pitch, and he slid in desperately at the last second and missed the player, and they crossed it in for a winning goal. And I went, that is Richard Eckersley right there. Not a winning goal, it was a goal. Probably a winning goal back then. Everything was a winning goal back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Just, choo, choo, choo. Anyway. All right. Mm-hmm. So this, ultimately, this is a forgettable match. Um... It's only TFC's third loss of the season. Yeah. Which is fourth in all competitions, but it's yeah. third name loss, yeah. You don't have to keep clarifying it. I'm going to throw something at you soon. Yeah. MLS? This is an MLS podcast. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. You're right. It is. It's their third MLS loss, but that is what I'm referring to. Um, and that's the only time they have to play Dallas for the next few months, so yay. Might have to play one more time. I said for the next few months. That's why <laughs> I qualified it. Um... Yeah, we'll see what happens on Wednesday, and we'll talk about that later. All right, uh, moment of the match. Uh, you watched the first half. You can. I did watch the first. I know. Half. I was yes. really proud of you. You stuck it out for the whole first <laughs> half. Um, it was. I can't remember exactly which one, but uh, I feel like for a while we had a lot of like corners that were coming in. We were winning headers, and oh, he's almost scoring and all that sort of thing. And is that oh, they, oh, there's that many times when you almost score. It's like this is not going to. Uh, this is not going to work out. So kind of combination of a bunch of moments that are all very similar into one it's kind of cheating but yeah, yeah fair I kind of mentioned it already it, it was the on the corner when Drew Moore got the, his head to the ball and the, the spectacular save there because as, as Duncan said there was a whole lot of momentum at that point they were just down the one goal I think if they tie it maybe they adjust maybe they fight to get that point or, or something but they had to remain open after that and, and well we saw what happened from there Mine was uh, first half Zavaleta's save shot. Basically, you just could have picked one of the cross the ball in, header, mm. 
up over the up over the crossbar. I was like, really? Like how many times? A, they should probably stop doing that. But B, seriously, how many times can you save that shot? Um, well, it's just remarkable as well. Ooh, corners that are in a good position and that we're actually getting headers. I know, creating no. chances for them. Well, really that's right. So it felt very. It felt like there was yes. potentially, and then it felt very progress finally. But again, like but, the hmm. lack of response or answer to you know Arudi and what's his name that scored all the other goals and Lamar, stupid Mario Diaz. Mm-hmm. Dallas is a very good team. Absolutely. True. Yeah, and they're playing, you know, in seven hundred degrees heat and blah blah blah. But nonetheless, uh, I've heard I've heard different differentiating well, reports. Water break. It was water I know break, there was so. a water break, but I saw comments from Dallas fans saying, "Why is there a water break? It's not that hot here today. It's well, not even thirty they degrees Celsius." Have diff- they probably have different, but it's probably yeah. hotter at field level. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's grass. It shouldn't be. But there, mm-hmm. I know with the league I work in that it's uh, plus 28 anything about plus 28 is really? a mandated water break but that's working with semi-pro amateurs so alright uh, maybe it's a little more man of the match there. for TFC yep um, come on Duncan say it oh you didn't watch the whole match say it uh, I know more that's a good one that's not what I'm going to say though uh, you're going to hate mine uh <laughs> You're gonna go with Armando Cooper? I am. Okay. He actually, I know. I saw the highlights of one good thing he did in the second he, half. He did surprisingly a number of competent things in that match. He was probably the most consistently competent player throughout the match for me, anyway. Mm-hmm. I would probably go with Drew Moore. Yeah. Um, oh, Drew Moore is excellent choice as well. Yeah. Solid so, game. Mm-hmm. Can't stop everything at the back. So okay. Drew Moore. All right. So, Vanny Tactics. Um, mm. We sort of touched on this a little bit already. So, missing Stephen Bateshore. Thanks, Kyle Fisher. Missing Justin Morrow. Uh, suddenly, unknowingly missing Victor Vasquez for uh, personal reasons. You know, had to make some choices. And, you know, you talk about the fact that he didn't really adjust early, which, again, I, I kept waiting for the sub. I'm like, where's the sub? Where's the sub? Where's the sub? No Sheru to come in to sort of. Mm-hmm. Try and let Michael Bradley maybe push forward, and he can help steady the defense, as has happened in the past, when obviously the defense is not adjusting well. They need some protection. Um, yeah, it's, it was sort of... I feel like he probably put out the best 11, maybe Alseth. I think Alseth was probably an error in this game. Start with Endo or somebody else that has at least... Even though I've called Endo their worst right back. Um I don't know. He is, but I don't know. He had he, he looked pretty good when he came in late, later on in the game. I'll say that much. He's a good sub. Um, you know, I almost want to call it Bezbachenko tactics because I think Vanny was a little bit hamstrung by the fact that they don't have a proper backup for Betashore, and they, that is their glaring weakness on the roster. Oh, and we've never mentioned that at all on this show. Well, you can't have... Weakness on the roster? This is the best roster ever. There's no weaknesses. It, it might still be the best <laughs> roster ever. It still would have a weakness on it, though. Uh, no, Ed, yeah, it, it's, I don't understand why you don't do what you did in Seattle, um, at the start of this game yeah. and just recognize it. It was almost like, you know, the pride got a hold of them. They, they went, well, we were the best team in the league. We need to show it down against this other team. We want to match up against the what is, you know, universally thought of as the other great team in MLS this year. And, you know, independent people do view Toronto and Dallas as kind of the best two talent teams on paper. So it's almost like they had too much pride. And, and to me, they should have just bunkered down and tried to get the point. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't. Yeah, the main thing for me was, again, sort of 
before the game, really looking at the lineup. You know, Vasquez is out. Why Armando Cooper? Why not Jay Chapman? Well, that as well. I, I... There's a question was put on Twitter by uh, sort of Tej Sahota. He was like, right, there's one of two possibilities. Either you know, TFC fans, bloggers, writers, whatever, really overestimate Jay Chapman or Vanny and whoever really underestimate of Jay Chapman. There's a th- um, third option go in on. that he's maybe not fully healthy. Mm. That I have heard that he has a bit of a knock that's that's uh, not necessarily taking him out of the lineup, but maybe is uh, preventing him from breaking through. Hmm. Interesting. All right. That would be a, an acceptable explanation. Interesting. Because yeah. he's, he's the, he the seemed really like the obvious, natural, exactly. He's, I mean, the, he's know, the obvious choice for I that. Sort of bitch and moan. I would like to see more of him, but you know, fair enough. Vasquez is doing very well. He should be there. And then, you know, if you've got Vasquez and Bradley, they're obviously going to be there. Delgado works very well to help both their games. So fair enough. Chapman sits, but he seems a very obvious replacement for Vasquez. So Agreed. hopefully, it is just a, a minor injury kind of thing. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. If Chapman isn't trusted by Vanny at this point, then. Let him go play Let somewhere else. Yeah, they, yeah. they got to get rid of him because yeah. I, you know, and he was the, the reason that makes me think there's validity to this injury theory that is floating out there is that he wasn't he was left off the forty man Canada roster as well, and Canada just doesn't have the depth to leave anyone off really. So mm-hmm. um, that was my thought in there. Although you know, Zimbrado uh, has left a few. Yeah. Strange people off too. Cashew um, being the most notable. So yeah. I don't know who the hell's going to score. I mean, we'll talk about that later. But we are going to talk about that later. Yeah. Um, that's that's uh, my question there. Sure. Um, I did put a little you know note in here for Elseth and Bono. So Elseth, you know, rough first first MLS start. Welcome to the big team. Mm-hmm. Was that fun for you? Probably not. No. <laughs> um, does he play against Orlando? Does Endo give in his uh, spot? They'll probably give Endo a run out. I mean, it's, again, this is the, the glaring weakness of the roster. I mean, you're you're taking below replacement level players and putting in there. I think Endo can be a replacement level winger, but he's not a replacement level wing back, and he's certainly not a replacement level uh, fullback. And uh, that's no, terrifying. It is. Yeah, you know, in this formation, fullbacks are very very important. So it's a, you know, if there's ooh, one position where you probably should have. A good solid backup ready to go. It's probably that one. And they oh. keep they keep. Raheem Edwards has played there at least once, I, but not yeah. well. Is that any kind it was of better thing? when Justin Morrow played over there, and they left Raheem on the left where sure. he's more comfortable. That's maybe a, a better way to go. I when Mavinga, maybe. everyone's around. And before, isn't Mavinga? Well, isn't Mavinga? Well, yeah, he's left. Of, he's left footed. Yeah. yeah. Hernandez isn't fast enough. I mean, it's it's they're no, lucky Hernandez that the Gold no. Cup is happening now. What about because, putting Zavaleta out there and slotting Hernandez into Zav's spot? How far is Haglin off? I mean, they they're injury August. issues. He's not back until August, which is really only two games. So that's at least lucky. They've got this one, and then they have the two week break, right? So it's lo- they're lucky that these injuries and these losses are happening at the time when there's this break in the schedule because they there is yeah, but you don't know how players come back from injuries like that. Like that's a long layoff for Hagland. Oh yeah, Hagland's um, going to take a few games. And just, probably, just think I about suspect, how think about how Mark Bloom looked or how poor Mark Bloom looked when he came back after his long layoff. I suspect Hagland might play a game down with uh, with the Deuce a little bit. Oh, I hope he plays more than one game with them. He should play a couple. Something to get the, the fitness back, I, which is it's a real shame, and that may, remains like you know my lowest point of the season is Hagelin's injury. I think because he was playing so well, and yep. I have so much time for Hagelin. 
Uh, that, that was just really important. But yeah, the, the right back mm-hmm. thing is something, you know, we've talked about on the show since preseason, really. So, another right back? No, no. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who's this guy? He's the center back? Oh, okay. Oh, Vanessa. Is he a right back? Yeah. No, no, we have to change the game. Yes. <laughs> we just spoke to the their depth in the midfield is like maybe the, the transfer window is opening up. Do they have, I don't know what their salary cap situation is, to be honest. I'd have to look at it. I suspect they're quite tight. Uh, is there a trade option in there? Do you maybe I, I move think, Jay Chapman somewhere? for? Do you move Jonathan Astoria somewhere? Well, either or. Um, I think that I would be ashamed for their two Canadian guys we don't want to see go. But no, I of think course bo- not. Both of them would have some value in the league, at or, least to get a backup level right back. Yeah. yeah. Like there's. Have we already used our buyout for the season? They... Yeah, I believe they did that in uh, the preseason. Yeah. I'm trying to think who it was for. Was uh... Oh my God, there's been so many dead contracts <laughs> that I can't even remember which ones are which. <laughs> if, you, if you remember, let us know. When, when did they get over to Kentari? When did that happen? Last that was before last season, and then they got oh, rid of yeah. halfway through last <laughs> <Yes>. season. <laughs> uh, How did I miss that? Kantari wasn't on the <laughs> One Cup roster. Kantari. Oh. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, whatever. and then Alex Bono. Do something. Uh, so yeah, please do something. Get a Does TFC proper. Do you have any good right backs? Not really. No. Um, okay. Mark Anthony K maybe, but no, they got rid of him. He's in Louisville now. I would say, yeah, no, he's no longer here. <laughs> and he also wouldn't be available because he's the Gold he's Cup roster. Because he's the Gold Cup. <laughs> Bizarrely with the Gold Cup roster. Um, I was really high on him for a long time. I was higher I on him than, than Mo Babouli, for I God's remember, and, and nothing against him. He seems like a very nice person, but anyway. Um, Alex Bono. So that was not his best match in my opinion so there's a couple things for me that really stood out other than the dear gods where the fuck are you going the excessive you like you are not i'm sorry you're not a sweeper keeper this is not who you are as a player every time you try to do it it ends badly Mm. i've never seen him play that role and have it come off well he did it not once not twice but three different really obvious times in that game and went further every time. It was like, oh, well, maybe if I go further out, this will be a better income outcome. No, just... Well, it was an income in the end. Yeah, it exactly. In the goal. Um, so it was really frustrating <laughs> to, to, to see him not learn from his mistakes through the match to keep compounding them and this make them worse. What I don't like about Alex Bono well, is I is don't think what, he's got a good head game yet. What we spent a lot of time yelling at him last year, which was stay in your fucking net. Um, and I yelled that more than once on Saturday night. But also, combination of that, and, and you know what? You've got, he has three solid central defenders in front of him. Even if you are nervous about the other two, like, you have to trust your defense to some degree. You've got to trust that Drew Moore is going to organize something for you. You have to communicate with them. You can't just assume that they're all fuck-ups. And... <laughs> Like, the keeper cannot be the one that tries to do it all because you have to be in the net. So, I don't know. It was just, there was, I just saw a lot of poor judgment on display. And that was, you know, it didn't, it wasn't the only reason they lost, but it contributed to it. It made things, a shaky defensive back, even worse. And if I was Dallas, like, I would have just been like, how can we tease him out of the net further? Maybe we'll get him to the center line. I don't know. What do you think, Duncan? Um, yeah, I pretty much agree with most of that. Not his best game. Uh, I think you know the first goal 
we kind of mentioned it was that the defense was just jogging back and it's like Lamar was just running to get the the ball from a route deep just so much quicker than everyone so I guess he you know, he was like oh he realized the defense had completely let him down there so mm, maybe but yeah it's mm, all in all not uh, not good decisions hashtag lemon I I want Erwin, Erwin back in that goal. I mean, I've wanted that all season, but that's uh, they seem to to like him. I think that part of the reason they like him is he's cap friendly. Um, it doesn't cost him anything on the cap, and Erwin does, so maybe yeah. that might spell doom for him at the end of the year. TFC has a history. They don't pay Erwin that much money, though. I know, but it's, nothing's better than something when you're talking about cap league. I know. That's always been TFC's philosophy when it comes to keepers, too, and I suspect it has something to do with... Bez, well, it predates Bezvachenko, but Bezvachenko certainly is a guy that... Does the money ball thing? Does the the value on the cap thing? And I think that they just view keeping as not a priority position. And if they can guide it, if they get a guy that's okay, okay, then they're fine with that. It's frustrating though because they do have, you know, both 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 Bono and Irwin have good qualities. Um, but yeah, Irwin may not make as many spectacular saves, although he, he does his share. He, he has a better brain. He's got a better football brain, and he. The defense trusts him more, in my opinion. That's, I, that's I, always what I notice in games, is that he's got a better communication set with them. He's older and he's more experienced. I, I never yeah. trust a keeper that is constantly on the highlight reel because that usually means that they're a little bit out of position. They have mm-hmm. to make the shot. Yeah, interesting. Is the fact that he's getting picked and gets potentially, you know, they used a high draft pick on him, so they <sighs> want to kind of make themselves look good? Because I, I don't feel like, you know, Bezbachenko, you know, has been great drafting. No. I've done the numbers. He's normal drafting. He's not great. He's not bad. He's just average. Sure. Um, If you look at the draft success, blah, blah, blah. CanadianSoccerNews.com, you'll have an update sometime next year (laughs) when I put it out there. But uh, no. But if Bono is not in the first team and not really playing at all, did did they still qualify as average? Yeah, the way, well, no, because the way I do it, we'll do that is I look at just how many appearances they have with the idea that if you're playing, then you're a useful draft pick. In an MLS context, you really are because not a lot of people that get drafted in the MLS Super Draft play, period. So if you get someone who plays, then you've done okay. But um, to answer your question, I don't think that they'd be cognitively or cognizantly uh, doing that. But, yeah, you always love your guys. You know, it's you fall in love with the guys you draft. You fall in love with your own draft report. So I, I do think there's an element of, of that with him. And then he makes spectacular saves, which is confirmation bias, right? Like, yep. oh, there's the save. Uh, that's why. Anyway, I maybe I'm overly cruel on that. And my own confirmation bias might be coming out because I've never liked him. And I always preferred Q. And I always was frustrated that Q didn't get a shot last year. And here we are. Yeah. Converted. Present company. Mm. All over that. All right. Well, that's our look back at the Telus match. Next up on the show is our weekly look back at the goings-on in MLS because other teams had to lose too, and unfortunately some other teams had to win and take over TFC's top spot jerks. So here to tell us all about the week that was in MLS is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS wins and losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. 
There's a bunch of US Open games to uh, the Open Cup games to start off uh, the week, including Cincinnati beating Chicago and Miami beating Atlanta. Woohoo! Uh, well done to both of them. Uh, then MLS got back into it with a, uh, a rare Thursday game. Peter Acts came back from an early goal, predictably stuffed to Lewins 3 1. Uh, Minnesota still winless away. Adrian's getting a bit sick of it, really. Hello. Hello, Adrian. Hello. I can't keep watching this. It's driving me crazy. I'm watching people play at home with all good intentions. We know what the road to hell is paved with. And everything we ask, and away from home, we just don't get enough out of them. And the players are kidding themselves. Kidding themselves, I say. They think they're trying as hard as they can. Lazy boys. I told them that in the dressing room. They're kidding themselves. I don't want any more bubbles to do. I can't keep watching this. It's kind of your job, Adrian. I'm going to wear a blindfold. Ah, Looks black. Mm -hmm. Have fun with that. Goodbye. Goodbye. Stupid players kidding themselves. Mm, Cheer up. It's going to be okay. You'll be playing at home again soon. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. Bye. Moving on to Friday. Orlando went to not so sexy Sunday. Unsurprisingly, they beat RSL 1 0. Will Johnson scoring the goal in Kyle Laren's comeback game. That leaves RSL bottom of the entire league and the Lions sitting nicely in fourth in the East. Moving on to Saturday, the Whitecaps were just never in the game as the fire made easy work of them uh, for their second straight 4 0 win. Eighth consecutive home win, tenth straight game undefeated for the fire. Uh, Nemanja Nikolic scored twice, he's now up to 16 goals. Really, the only thing wrong was that Bastian Schweinsteiger had to leave the game with a bit of an injury. Uh, oh, what seem, will they do without him? Didn't seem too serious, apparently. So. Uh, fire now top of the entire league. First time they've been in that position uh, like this late in the season since 2005. Oh, see, I was going to say 10 years, but wow. Pre TFC. Pre TFC. Yeah. Uh-huh. MLS 1.0. <laughs> Wowza. We've obviously been the problem the whole time. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. To the uh, the big bottom of the table clash where Montreal got a goal and an assist from Blevin uh, Jamali. And that was clearly more than enough as they were playing DC United nil. And it did end 2-0. Uh, Lampact cruising home, despite having sanctions against the Ultras after their fuck Toronto oh. naughtiness. Uh, that was just their third clean sheet of the season, uh, two of which have come against DC nil. So that <laughs> doesn't really count. Not really, no. So one. Well done. <laughs> uh, Poland went to the Sporks, got a 1-1 draw. Though it could have been better as Diego Valeri had a penalty saved by Tim Melia somehow not sent off after taking down Fernando Ardi for the penalty. That was Melia's third penalty save of the season, uh, which is only one off the record held by Nick Romando. I was going to say, it's got to be Romando, yes. It was, yes. Uh, Hotlanta, they went to Columbus, got a 2-0 win thanks to two Hector Villalba goals. Uh, Villalba was then quickly subbed off, and uh, much like Sebastian Javinko, he wasn't happy about it. Uh, he didn't speak to the media after the game. Tata Martino did, though. He was unconcerned. Me dijo que no quería salir, pero estaba empezando a He told me he didn't want to come off. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Hector. I told him, give happiness to your body, Hector. 
En un partido como este, no pensé que le valiera la pena arriesgar, nice sobre todo porque ya había dado todo lo que tiene like this, esta noche. I didn't think it was worth risking him, especially because he had already given everything he had tonight. Mm. Well done. Yeah, right. Mm. The Tata quotes, though. I just, yeah, it's, it's, no, it starts off, it makes sense. It gets weird, mm. and he, he always like, just, pulls it back a little. Is he drinking? Nice. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's, there's an inherent Latin flair that we just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't live the culture. America. You're right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> live uh, the world. Yes. Uh, Houston, they were playing away, so of course they lost. This time 3-1 in Colorado, but it wasn't all bad for Houston. A.J. Delagaza got an assist on the goal, thus tied his career high for assists in a season with how many? Two. Three. Two. Go, MLS stat monkeys, go! Yes, indeed. Uh, lastly, on Saturday, another Cali Classico at Stamford Stadium, 50,000 in attendance. A great option for Rivalry Week. Wow! So, that, that was last Meow. week. Mm. Meow. Ah. Anyway, Galaxy went ahead, but the Earthquakes, in Chris Leach's first league game in charge, came back through Chris Wondolowski. Then Shea Salinas got his first of the season in injury time. And that was your winner. The Quakes now up to fourth in the West. An incredible turnaround under the new boss after the struggles under Dominic Kinnear. Uh, here's Leach to analyze the game winner. <laughs> suck it, Kinnear! Suck it! I think I blacked out for a good minute and a half there when we win it. But suck it, Kinnear! Suck it! <laughs> I couldn't even actually tell you now if it means suck it, Kinnear! Suck it! <laughs> wow. Well, that, that's, that's gracious. A little bit. Huh. He's enthusiastic, though, yeah, so... Yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah. Huh. I guess there's maybe tensions behind the scenes. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there was, like, a little nudge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hail um, Caesar. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Cher Salinas. Uh, with his slots on the goal after he you know, took his shirt off and ran about after scoring the winner. You just get so pumped up scoring in front of this many people. We wanted to win this game really badly. Pump you up! Not just because we want to beat LA. But it's a big game for us in the standings. So just a lot of emotions. Really pumped up! It's a little ode to Alan Gordon. Obviously his highlight reel with him ripping off his shirt... So it's just a little tribute to him. Pump you up! Gordy. Delightful, really. Uh, the Galaxy had, and will continue to have a lot of injuries and international absences to contend with, so where Jelly Van Dam did his bit, stepped up, got himself a second yellow card for dissent uh, <laughs> after the game. And so we'll now miss the next game for suspension. Well done, Excellent, Jelly. excellent. Uh, yeah, here's his thoughts on the refereeing. I knew that I should not have done it. No. No, no. But it's hard. Hard when you work your ass off for 90 minutes and you play against 12 against 11. I told him that he screw. He screw. Screw. Screwed us over. It's a lot of screw. Then he gave me yellow card. Second yellow. Second yellow. And then red. Red. Rouge. Rouge card. That is his call. I apologize to team for the red, but not to the f***ing referee. He screwed. It's over. Vent them out. 
contrite. It, it's nice. Oh to, yeah, to see he was him, like clearly uh, yeah. saw the other side and mm-hmm. yeah. won't. Uh, he'll think about his actions a little bit more yeah, the next he, time. He had a bit of time yeah, to think about it, and he realized, okay, yeah. He's yeah. obviously settled down a lot. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's very calm, indeed. Uh, on to Sunday, Philly took on New England, hammered them 3-0 to move ahead of them in the standings after a very good couple of months or so. Uh, the Revs still haven't went away, getting only three points from their 10 games. So, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't put too much stock into beating them in the middle of those two big away defeats. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, that'd be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Suck it, Kinnear! Yeah. <laughs> something happy and enjoyable. Voyager's Cup time! Yay! We won! We won! That was a fun night. Um, Beautiful weather. Ultimately a good game. Of course, as often happens, Voyager's Cup and plus any game between Toronto and Montreal. A lot of, say, emotion, intensity. And then, you know, Dave Gantar had to decide to help that along. It's not a Voyager's Cup match and let Dave Gantor screw himself <laughs> Seriously. At least it wasn't the weather this time. Usually he's the harbinger of the bad weather. In this case, it was the harbinger of really bad calls or really bad non-calls. Broken right backs. Yeah. Mm. Just uh, just uh, not a not a well-ref game at all. And, you know, both sides justifiably upset. Uh, I don't know that most Impact fans that I know agreed that Toronto had much to complain about. They're wrong, but I agree that... Bernier did not deserve a red card. I felt really bad for him, actually, when he when he was coming off the pitch because when he's going down the tunnel, people are being idiots, and I, I literally wanted to like turn around and say, shut the fuck up. It's a Canadian legend you're yelling at there. Patrice. And it was not a red card. Leave him alone. Patrice is lovely. He follows me on Twitter. Patrice is lovely. Yeah. Um, anyway, but it was, you know, it, there was a, a brief time where Montreal was winning. And, and I was not enjoying that for many reasons because I didn't want to present the cup to Montreal. Bob in it. <sighs> Luckily, I did not have to do that. Nope. Thank the heavens. Um, so, yeah, ultimately, two really nice goals from Seba meant that TFC won and, yes, prevented me from having, uh, having a Lord Bob moment and uh, escaping being memed, even though I know Ben had several lined up, I'm sure, just waiting for a picture. He's not even a Whitecaps fan anymore. I know. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Oh, well, really. We keep using the picture, so. Yeah. It is my it is my <laughs> annual <laughs> picture of Ben. You can see it. Uh, right yes, now. yes, it's a video podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and TFC won their six Voyagers Cup. Hooray! So Hooray. it was uh, six flags. Where are the flags, Bill? Where are they, Bill? Oh, that's Megabus. Give us our flags, Bill. Megabus. Yeah. Yes. From up to San Francisco. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. But it also works for the... We, we made it work for the Voyager's Cup once. I remember how, but we did. 
Well, the, it's, oh, the, the van, it was the, the Vanny the, bus, wasn't it? The Vanny bus. Or the, probably, yeah, there was yeah. the Vanny bus, yeah, at some point, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. It, it, it works on... We don't need on, to go down this rabbit hole. No, we, we, we did this. You're if you go back like a month and a half, we did this and we made it apply to all sorts of things. It's a very apt song for, for, for TFC and for just soccer in general. Mm. Listen to it. You'll find out. Um, make, it a, make it an anthem. Sing it at the end of every match. How is it not an Arsenal thing? <laughs> the Wenger buses, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Come Wenger, on, there, there, there you go, Wenger, Gunners Wenger that listen to us. Out. If there's if there's any of them, <laughs> no Wenger in, no Wenger Wenger out, no Wenger Wenger in. Okay, I've had too much. Yeah, you really have. You are cut <laughs> off. <laughs> Seriously. Um, anyway, it was. Ultimately, it was a very fun night. Um, stadium was pretty full, and that, that was a very mm-hmm. that was that was actually probably uh, other than the win, the best thing was to have basically our, our, our full our normal sort of MLS crowd show up for a Voyagers Cup game. And it's something that yeah, Voyagers Cup on a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, that we've all been asking for and hoping for for a number of years that the people actually come out for these games. These are actually these are games you should support. You want to support these, and it was gratifying to see that. And I know I think we whatever set a record for. Voyagers Cup game attendance probably as close to twenty seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was that was really great and an engaged crowd too. So that was a lot of fun. Um, the crowds are always engaged for Voyagers Cup, but yeah. yeah, to add the volume to it, I wonder whether it would have been the same if Vancouver was there. Um, because I think a lot of it had to do with the Montreal rivalry thing. But, sure, but, but I'll no, take it. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly when they scored the goal, it mattered. Oh yeah, it was yeah. crazy. For sure. yeah. Um, Beseeks it doesn't really sound quite work as well, does it? No. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, Moment of the match. Um, I think you've got to go with the goal. Um, it's, as you say, it does, it was a very big, important crowd was really into it. It's like, ah. Um, it's just a shame that uh, it wasn't Raheem Edwards' shot from like a couple of minutes beforehand. I know. That would have been awesome, but ah, uh, well. Well, Raheem Take Javinko instead. Yeah, Raheem had a moment, and well, Raheem played a big role in the goal, of course. He did. Uh, my moment of match, obviously, it's the goal. Like, I mean, there's no other answer. Yeah. Um, I did not think it was possible to get up to the same highs that we got in that Eastern Conference final last year, but that moment is right there. It's right there it's with the It's pretty Shiro darn goal. close, yeah. It's right there with the Ricketts goal. It's there, There's like one, two, three. They're kind of just tied. Um, obviously, you know, you can debate. Well, they both won trophies at the end of the day, so hey. Uh, but I'll specifically go, my moment of the match was Raheem Edwards trying to jump over the advertising boards and falling. Oh, right, yeah, he <laughs> fell. <laughs> I, think he, I, think, I think he tweeted about it or put something on Instagram, too, afterwards. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, funny. I fell, but I got back but up. But I got back up, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, mine's the goal, too. Um, although Cove very slowly having to climb over. Someone lift him over, yeah. like, you know. You need uh-huh. you need like someone just to hold on, Seb. I got you. Just pick him up by the waist, put him over. There you go. It's much better when Josie goes through and he just grabs it and throws it like a hawk and runs through. That's what Josie. <laughs> yeah. Boards uh-huh. um, yeah, for me the final goal too. Although like it was it was a bit weird because I wasn't I wasn't with you guys, so I'm like jumping up and down like an idiot. But I've got like no one to. Yeah. Like, Dick DeCoward wasn't there for a hug. No. Oh. No. No one hugged me. No one high fived me. I was it was a lone celebrant. It was it was like people behind me in the stands were celebrating, but it wasn't I, the same. I was in row four of one thirteen when the goal went in, 
I do not remember how I got to row one, but I the photos of me, I'm all on the rail. So I somehow went down four rows. I just assume people just like yeah, mobbed. It was just a mosh pit, yeah. Um anyway, that was that was a great, great moment. Um and we will talk about the added time controversy, which isn't a controversy because I was there listening to it happening. So I will tell you. Well, there was a massive amount of time sorting out the Bernie Asia show. Well, yes, but... So anyway. that needed to be added on to what had already exactly. been allocated. And you get three minutes for the subs. Yeah. You get so subs. We'll, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little more in detail. holding his sub back, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. All right. Man of the match. Seba. It's got to be Seba, but if you're going to go with a man of the Duncan. match, it's not Seba. <laughs> Duggan. Um, Raheem? Raheem? Uh, Raheem did some good things. For sure. I, I would not go with Seba. I mean, yeah, you know, he scored two goals, which is nice. And <laughs> if he... Vital even. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. That's kind of yes. that, that was like could, the, the, the turning point of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, there, there was just so many annoying moments beforehand but Fair. you know obviously he's got against New England as well now he's got you know so if he can be on some kind of role where he's doing good things often enough to justify his selfishness then that would be a fantastic thing you know so he's getting there that's very good um, but I don't think I can really give it to him okay so if not Seba then who uh, it's a very good question <laughs> The enthusiasm is palpable. Raheem Edwards did good things, as, as Dwayne is suggesting. He would be my non-Seba man of the match. He set up the winner. He almost scored just a few minutes before. He was an offensive threat throughout. Um, when Raheem Edwards has been on this year, he's arguably their third or fourth. Fourth. He's probably their fourth most important player. But on that team, that's impressive. You know, you've got... Mm-hmm. I would say he might even be more important than Bradley in some ways. Fourth or fifth, he's right in that mix. Yeah, fullback is a very important position. He's playing it very well. Yeah, Chris Mavinga had a decent game as well. Yeah, I was thinking if I was not going to give to Seba, I'd probably go to Mavinga just for, again, overall game consistency. He made a couple, again, really crucial tackles. He also got up a few times um, and was dangerous up front. So, again, more and more I'm enjoying Chris Mavinga's he game. He also wore the Voyager's Cup as a hat. Yes. I love that it was Mavinga that was doing the sprints around the field. Yes. That, and, and that was the other thing. That's so endearing that he was like, yeah, we're totally like, let's go. Well, mm-hmm. as someone who was involved in the purchase of it back yep. 17 years ago, very small for the record. I didn't have it doesn't matter. Time, it, all, but, it all counts. Um, it's, it's always just so heartwarming to see these guys, these internationals that have played in World Cup, like jumping up and down because they won this damn little trophy that the Voyagers bought like 15 years ago, 16 years ago. It's like insane to me yep. like, to think about that. That's great. Uh, vain tactics. I, I, I just put a, a little line about the Canadians because we were joking about when the game before when all the Canadians got subbed on. And yes, I know Raheem Edwards was out there, but this was kind of like, Okay, let's take some Canadians off now. <laughs> we, yeah. You know, we, we something we've been joking about for the whole Voyagers Cup is, all right, Canadians, you've got five whole minutes, and everybody off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many subs do you have? Uh, three. We're doing all three. Yeah. We'd like to do all three of our subs right you're, you're now. You're not even one minute into the game. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we. Hold, hold up the subboard, <laughs> eye-opening kickoff. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Just, um, instead, just, of, instead of numbers, just put a maple leaf on the subboard. <laughs> Come on, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like... Random Americans on the bench, on. I, I, it wasn't... I don't think it was a that poorly managed game. I, I don't know that... I don't know that Josie made that much of a difference. And he often is a difference maker. And this isn't a... I don't... I don't 
feel like I noticed him a lot in terms of like, oh yeah, bringing on Josie was a really good idea. I actually almost would have rather seen Ben Spencer just for the for the height. Actually, yeah. I like Ben Spencer. I, I thought that it was one of their better played games. The, the, the goal yeah. was a... Oh, the know, goal was beautifully worked. Mont- sorry, Montreal's goal I'm talking about. Yeah. Was like, that was not something that's defendable. Really. I mean, no, they could have closed it quicker. Bradley maybe could have stepped up. Bradley yeah, made but, up with it with that pass for the tying goal and, and the interception on the... If I was going to name... Like, if I go back and name another moment of the match, it might be Bradley intercepting the ball to start the play because sure. it's such a simple little play. And it is the value of Michael Bradley right there is those simple kind of plays when he's not trying to do too much, right? Um, and he certainly showed his value there. So, yeah, I, I, there's not much to complain about winning a cup. Um, no. And... They pretty much shot Montreal down, which would have been the goal heading into it, I think. They probably looked at it as, we'll, we'll score tonight. We believe we can, and if we stop them, then we'll win. They got one insane goal from a, um, you know, Ivory Coast International down the line. So uh, we'll uh, <laughs> this, this, this just not even pretend otherwise. No, <laughs> I know. It's it's true. Like, we're just, everyone just accept it. Yeah. Just accept yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely can't complain, and I don't think about what Vanny did. I mean, you obviously have to start three Canadians, yeah. and, you know. He gave them the half. Um, I think you've the you, you say did Altidor specifically make that much of a difference? Maybe not. Like, did Delgado specifically make that much of a difference? Not noticeably, but the team as a whole just looked a lot better in the second half sure. than it did in the first half. And I think this is something uh, you. Know, I think you know, Delgado fits in very a lot well. With he plays well with Seba too. Like not just the sure. midfield, but. He's got a good... Yeah, I mean, I think there's like John Molinaro put an article out in there uh, today and he's talking about quoting Greg Vanny. He's talking about, you know, Delgado will give his time to anybody. As you know, Delgado doesn't, you know, people talk about time on the ball. He's always going to just pass the ball quickly, give the creative people the time that they need. And, you know, so that works very well with Vasquez, whatever. He's also good defensively. Yeah. And without that, that can, you know, if things aren't going well ahead of him... Uh, Michael Bradley has a tendency to try and do too much, yes, which can then cause problems in of itself. So I think you know, Delgado, I'm not convinced he's a better player than Osorio or you know, Chapman Cooper, maybe other the, the midfield options. But for what we need for that one extra spot alongside Vasquez and Bradley, it works very well. So yeah, the, I think I feel like the the subs made a, a big difference. It really kind of yeah, his uh, yeah, this is a very nice uh, way of. Showing it off, yeah. first half with uh, Osorio, and second half with Delgado, and the second half, yeah, things look better. Yeah, P- pound for pound, Delgado might be Bezmachenko's best sign. Pound for pound, like you took a value of how much he caught. Like he, they got him off the the Chivas, yeah, discarded pile, mm-hmm. and he's become a very useful starter. Um, on a very good team, and I, I think that that's yeah. something that you got to give him credit for. And uh, he fits into that; he just fits the system better than some of those other guys. And I think that's probably what it comes down to. But that's a credit to him. Yeah, fair. Um, I do want to give a shout out to the ground crew at BMO Field. Sure, pitch looked great. Um, mm-hmm. Argos played there two days before. Yeah. TFC on Friday, Argos on Sunday, TFC on, on Tuesday. Tuesday. And but like there was there was no sign and and and, you know people were like oh well maybe from here I'm like no 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 I was because I had my pregame walkthrough stuff I was at looking at it and I'm like I see nothing that doesn't look good I know and I was I was kind of like jerks early in the season I know but I will accept early in the season and who was it 
was it, it wasn't it wasn't Richard Scott it was Joe whatever his last name is I'm sorry I forgot your last name explain to me you know like Argos like the grass a little longer so they you know they're able to mow some of that away but even still yeah all football yeah football likes longer yeah. blades yeah for you know sure. pitch looked it really you know what it looked great so keep up the good work well it, look hmm? the problem last year was how late the season went and the confounded by the fact that the Grey Cup was there. Yeah. Had the Grey Cup not been in Toronto last year, the MLS Cup final pitch might not have been the same issue because they yeah, would have had a full month to get it issue. recovered, right? So, yeah. mm-hmm. at any rate, that's, uh, yeah, and I was actually there just to add to your point, I was, I because I well, was at a mutual friend of ours' birthday party and I had to take the train back and I got off at Exhibition, which, for those that don't know, is BMO Field. So I, you know, went in Rome. I walked to look at the stadium and it was less than 24 hours from the Argos game and it was already, the field was completely clear lines. Uh, the grass looked pristine. The only thing, that, the only way you could tell that an Argos game was there the night before is because they still had like a dumb cannon up in their, you know. Yeah, central. is that an actual working cannon? I, I, I think, yeah. Oh, they could that's... shoot it in the stadium and like they could, it could literally shoot it into the south end and it wouldn't kill anyone. So, yeah. True. That's worrisome, but still. Their attendance mm. is not doing very well this year. New, new. Um, but yes, so good job. Um Quick, so I was going to say I'm talking about being on the sideline. So mm-hmm. if you don't know, I got to present the Voyager's Cup, which was awesome. And um, I had a lot of fun doing it. Very grateful that I got a chance to do that. I did not drop the cup and I did not trip, which was my other big concern. <laughs> was very worried that I was going to trip. I did not. Yay me. I know. Yeah. Well, there, I'm like, I have to. Because at first I couldn't see where I had to take it to. I'm like, where am I going? Because I knew there was like a podium thing. And I couldn't see the podium. I was like, um. Where did you put it? Yeah, the pudding was very awkwardly off by the side. Yeah, well, because they want... They, this, this is my complaint about this. It's the Voyager's Zone Set Cup, and they've as the years have gone we by, do, and we, 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 we further... Exactly. We don't actually hand it to anybody anymore. Now you just very Which carefully... I don't understand why we can't. ...place it on the podium. Yeah, well, you know. Which, I, and I think we should fight to get Didn't that have a chance back, to but, talk um, to Mr. Reed or anybody yeah. about that. Um Anyway, we'll leave that one but alone. We'll leave that one alone. We'll, 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 maybe, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Um, so we had it was you know it was a lot of fun to take it out. You know when they they didn't it wasn't sitting at the sidelines before. At first, it, suddenly a box came out and I was like, so it was in the box and I was like, where is it going? They're like, oh, we have to take the blue ribbons off. <laughs> I was like, okay, because they would both on. Because they had both on, so you have to huh. de de Montreal. You know, it's okay, just yeah, easier. It's easier to yeah. take ribbons off than to put them on. on. Okay. Yeah, well, pregame photos, you have both. Ribbons. Exactly. Yeah, it comes to the same thing. Yeah, it looks sure. it looks prettier okay. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, and then take it out and then come back. But so before before all that, before the end of the game, before the the thing with the added time. So what was really interesting about being on the sidelines, other than getting to watch it from that level, which I've never done. I've never been that... I've, I've sat pretty low down, but never like that perspective, which is very cool. It's very neat to watch. Um, Seeing the bench, bench interactions and stuff like that would be fun, too. I oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting, yeah, to see the coaches, what they're doing, and just to see how the players are reacting and talking to the refs. But the thing with added time... So as it was happening, as the game was ending... You know, Patrice Bernier had come off. Uh, Ninety minutes had had gone, and the 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 time board still hadn't gone. up. fourth official was still discussing it, and I'm listening to them all talking about it. This much time, how much? Okay, so three minutes, and okay, so put three on the board. And when he put it up, it was like into the ninety second minute, and whoever was keeping time or whoever is like officially at the one table, he says, and that starts right now. So those three minutes start at this point. So any Montreal fan who thinks you were hard done by by the added time, 
I could tell you they started the three minutes well past the 90 for good reason. So you've got very little to worry about or complain about. I'm sorry. You would say that. I would. I am completely biased. It's true. But I was there. Um, and it was. It was kind of cool to sort of see how they're organizing things and how they're arranging things. Um, but yeah, the cup thing, yeah, I was like so nervous. Mm-hmm. I really was. Mm-hmm. I really was. Have you done that? I have not done that yet. Okay. I, one day, I, one day I might, but it's it's kind of hard right now because I still have a quasi journalist role out there, so to mm. give it out would be. But no, I would totally do it. Um, yeah, I worry with the. I I like extra time being a bit of a mystery. Uh, well, it's it's time. and it's always and the one thing that people tend to forget, except for I guess maybe when it's convenient for them, is that it's a minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Well, because stuff can happen in, in stoppage time. Yeah. It's not maximum. Someone does a sub, it's an automatic 30 seconds. I can tell you that right now. It's not like a speed limit. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. the I'm worried in this era of VAR and, and this obsession with like rule purity that we're going to have like countdown clocks or some stupid thing like that in MLS. Oh, God. We better not. That'd be horrible. Uh, it's been there before. I so, know, but. You know. Just, I worry about that. I, I hate VA. Like, I hate video replay in soccer. I want it dead. Dead is dead. So that's just my little option wow. to get it through there. Oh, it's the worst thing to happen to this sport in the history of the sport. Hyperbole. Wow, the worst thing. That's an interesting. That's, that's, there's been that's a lot of. To say. Uh, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. They're going to start reviewing everything soon mm-hmm. enough, and we'll be like, and this uh, video replay break is brought to you by Budweiser. We'll be right back after these messages. That's where we're heading. Quite possibly. When there's all the proposals out there, all right, we're going to have just 30 minute halves and the clock stops every time there's a. Uh, yeah. The ball goes out of play, this and that. Oh, I missed that. That's horrifying. That. Yeah, no, leave it well enough alone. Mm. We don't need VAR. Anyway, this is anyway. completely off to It was. Anyway, it was a very. It was a very cool experience and a very fun moment uh, to get to do that. And then to get to hang out while the players were watching the fireworks and stuff. And everyone's like, why didn't you go on the field? I'm like, I wasn't sure that they would let me. So I just stood as literally as close. I was basically, my foot was on like the touchline. I was like, I will just stand like right here. Well, you're, I'm looking at your pass. You, you, you sh- yeah. I know. You should but have, no one else you was. Should have been, this was the Voyageurs Cup. As the Voyageurs representative, you should have been the one banging that drum, Kristen. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that would have happened, um, but Saba did it. I know. Saba well, they, they but they made, they kind of made him do it. Yeah. That was funny watching the video. I'm like, oh, Saba, you do it. And Josie's like, okay, this is what you're gonna do. It was it was it was funny to watch that being orchestrated. But it was it was really fun to watch them watching the fireworks and celebrating and just sort of like randomly hanging out together and chatting. It was so that was very cool. But yeah, the the. I did have to, and who knows, I probably could have gone out on the pitch, but I, I did restrain myself, mostly because I was afraid I was just going to, like, they were doing the, the mug Benoit Cheru because he was right there. The post-game interviews were all done on the pitch, right? So, uh, Well, the because the, the, I was next to our, our, our friends who hang out in the press box, um, which was funny because I, I, I'm standing there and I'm celebrating. They, they all, they're all standing there with, the like, stoic faces yeah, I'm like, you guys still aren't allowed to celebrate? They're like, nope. No cheering the press box. <laughs> no cheering the press box. I'm like, even though you're down here, they're like, no, it's still the press box. We hate you a little bit. Um, yeah. So uh, they were all roped off, and the, 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 they, they would shepherd the players over to them, but they, they couldn't go beyond their rope line, oh, they, which a, was basically at the touch line. So I was, was like, a mixed well, zone. There was a yeah, mixed zone. Yeah. I was like, well, if they can't go out there and they're here all the time, I'm just like a lowly little... Well, our passes say no field access, so... Oh. Yeah, so. whereas yours says unlimited. Damn I'm, a little, it. I'm a little jealous of that. Technical area. Yeah, because mine says technical area, none. It just says in big, bold letters, none. 
<laughs> Damn it. Mm. Oh, well. Right. Moment moment wasted. <laughs> Damn it. But Jamie, can I do it again yeah. next time? I think all the Montreal people were very angry. So angry. Oh, my God. So when they were coming off after the game, um, who was it that went past me first? Oh, I can't remember. But I don't remember who was the first one past me who was very angry. But Piatti, holy, like swearing up a storm. Fucking in, in English? Oh, in English. Okay. Fucking ridiculous. Fuck. Like, 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 he must have said the word fucker, fucking awful, or something, like, five times. In, like, the brief time, he breezed past me, because you could hear him swearing as he's, like, storming off the pitch. Oh, they were just, like... Oh, it was Dominic Oduro. He was... They were... Oh, they were <laughs> so mad. Pizza. So mad. Pizza! Oh, it was... It was and you could see that a couple of them doubled back and went back to the ref... And then they came back and they stormed off down the tunnel. Hand gestures everywhere, and oh, it was it was well, kind of delightful. They think that, that yeah. the red card decided it when when the, the non penalty call, call might have equally decided yeah. it. But mm-hmm. at any rate, so it was mm-hmm. it was kind of like I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't actively like clapping, but I was smiling. I was like, <laughs> when Squizzato said that because I was just off to the side, right? Like I'm literally like they are they are here. I, yeah, I guess he would have got it after Vancouver lost. Well, that was, like, well, that was yeah. even yeah. crazier because that literally went from like yoink yeah. <laughs> as opposed to that was just it was going to the extra time and then it wasn't. Whereas Squizzato well, got a literal like the white caps are like dit, 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 dit. oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and all the all the all the CSA people and everything are they're like like so are you ready for extra time? I was like no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I was so happy when he scored that goal. So I was like I have to stand in here for another half an hour. And try and like keep control of my nerves. This is just going to end really badly. I tell you, after eleven years of standing in that South End, a goal never felt more inevitable than that winning goal. It, they were su- we were sucking that ball in the net, and they were going to score. Like, there was no chance in my mind that Montreal was going to win that game at the end. It just it had that feel about it. it was yeah, like, no, it might have not... needed extra time, maybe, but yeah, yep. yeah not, Montreal this is not, is not winning. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so a, a lot of fun. Uh, congrats to TFC again for. Did winning do, oh yeah we did do our banner match and all that so, yeah, yeah so it was good times so here we are together now it's cold cup day there's money on the favorite the punters have their say sing this is the dream team for victory it's Gordo Kumori, they're making history. All right, moving on to the Gold Cup. The Gold Cup sure. is almost upon us. Biannual competition from our friends at CONCACAF. Uh, most recent triumph for the Canadian men's team. And it's not really that recent, but it's still. It's more recent than you'd expect. Exactly. Only three teams have won the cup. I know. And really, they're only shot at some silverware in the foreseeable future. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being super positive here. I'm thinking the other teams are distracted by being in the World Cup. It's a World Cup qualifying. You know, they they don't care about the Gold Cup, right? 
they should just let Canada have it, right? Well, Greece Arena specifically said that. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. What's really important is the World is this Cup. The World Cup. This is just like practice for them. Yeah, this you is know. them just you know, trying to find one or two players to it's round just practice. The We're just talking about practice. Going to make it even sadder, but that's fine. Um, go on. So, first game's on Friday. Um, it's the If you're going to go to a Gold Cup match, if there's still tickets available, I'm assuming there are. There um, there's, there's I know. I know there's tickets available. available. <laughs> yeah. um, this is the one that's at Rebel Arena. Uh, so that is, you know, at least accessible without having to get on a plane. Who are they playing on Friday? Uh, French Guiana. Ooh. Yes. Marquis Macho. Indeed. Derby. This is the this is the one we've all been waiting for. <laughs> this is going to be the, the talk of it's New York City. It's going to be so lit. Uh, and New you Jersey. have no idea. Yeah. So lit. Chris uh, Christie is going to come off the beach <laughs> to go and watch this one. Oh, that picture is magical. Uh, yes. Um, so, yes, it's... Uh, French Guiana. Yeah. I think it's oh, the first yeah. time they've qualified, so good for them. Oh, 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 good. So they're, like, extra motivated. Excellent. I didn't even know there was a French Guiana. Well, the French Guiana yes, is actually in South America because they're one of the three countries in South America that, sure. that are... It's next to Suriname, yeah, isn't it? There's the three t- countries at the top that are so tiny that the South American Conference goes, you just go play in CONCACAF, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this will be much easier for you. Yeah, just... just go. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, um, squad for this, the 23 man squad, you know, not completely surprising, except for as, uh, Dwayne talked, alluded to earlier, no Tesho, which that was the surprising part. Um, there's no no, Will Johnson too. That's probably a bit of a surprise. I I can daily, I mean, is is he, I mean, yes, there's not a lot of other options out there. Well, and, and, and and that's the thing. Oh my God, he's amazing for Dallas or for Canada. Yeah. Well, it was was interesting, you know, Simeon Jackson picked for the 40, but not for the 23. Yeah. He's out of form. I know he is, but. Well, they don't have, like, basically they only have one striker listed on the, on the roster. Well, they have it listed as two. They've got Toss listed as a striker. Okay. Which he's not, but that's what they have him listed as next to Cavallini. I think that, yeah, I wonder if if um, Tashu would have been included if he had been on the 40, if that makes sense. Because when they didn't put him on the 40, we didn't know about Lauren. Yeah. And now that Lauren's not going, they really have no natural strikers. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yay for the, you know, there's a fair number of MLS players going, so that's nice. Um you know, three from TFC. Oso gets his shot back. Oso gets his shot back again, yeah. Right. You know, three from Montreal. Uh, yeah, three from Montreal. They're Jackson all from... And, and three from... Yeah, from yeah there are all- a lot of cap-tying opportunities here. Yep. Alfonso Davies. Yes. It'll happen. You, you know it's going to happen. Jackson Hamill is as well. You know, Only one so. player from Unattached FC. So Fraser Aird. Just still... Scottish messy. Yeah. He's a right back. We need a right back. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make yeah, that happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll be awesome. No. 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 Um, and then, yeah, some, some you know, few international players, uh, some USL and ASL players. Yeah, yeah Mark Anthony Keck. Yeah, go on, go on Adam Straith. Uh, USL call ups. Yeah, it's a bit terrifying. Um, it's a uh, look. They have they, they they have if they're going to make a chance to be part of Canada's squad going forward, they've got to play now. I'm, like it's it's not a bad move by Doc Ock. I'm so. happy that they've included. I'm happy with the lineup. All ultimately, I, I yeah. As long as they beat French Guiana, and if they can get one more draw out of those two games, then they have a chance to get the quarterfinals. Um, 
that's really I think the high water mark for Canada in this tournament. Honestly, sure. even with the even with secondary lot rosters going there, this is a long process back to twenty two qualifying. They did better in World Cup qualifying than I than I expected them to. I know people have trouble wrapping their head around that because they ultimately failed in the end, but they ultimately failed closer to succeeding to get to the hex than I thought was even possible at the end of the last cycle. So if they can continue to build on that, great. This I'm I'm almost excited by it now that we're less than a week away. Almost. <laughs> oh, I think I think I'll be mm. excited by it on Thursday when I'm probably writing about it and I will muster up some excitement. The Gold Cup look, and I have a lot of nostalgic for the Gold Cup, you know, 2000 is a great memory absolutely for for, for most of us right um if you it's still out there if you want to go in the internet time machine you can still find the voyagers board for that day it is really just a bunch of geeks hitting their keyboard loudly and it's it's amazing <laughs> really it's like there's a lot of like letters that don't make sense <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't make any sense that entire run for those that don't remember it uh my god uh they beat Mexico in golden goal with they had I think one shot on goal the entire game um, <laughs> well they scored twice yes. so Richard so they had two shots Richard Hastings <laughs> scored the uh, scored the goal but I can still see it, the way it dipped over the, the keeper to stand there with his shoulders shrugged like I, you know, like, okay, like, like really, really? <laughs> yeah that's exactly it it's like come on Canada? like, like I, come on oh. I was promised that this wouldn't happen <laughs> then the be- the better game. No one talks about the semifinal against Trinidad and Tobago because they had their ass handed to them, and Greg Forrest stood on his head. Yeah, and then they they dominated Colombia, which I don't think cared, but that no, but matter. still it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter because they they uh, got to yeah. Colombia was all either either they had you know money on the side for the game, which I don't want to say out loud, nope. or they um, just did, which I've said before out loud. I'm, forgive me. Or uh, they were just hungover. Like it, they, it was a bizarre game. Anything is possible. Yeah. One um, of my favorite moments from that is the trophy presentation. I think it was like Seb Blatter was there and just like trying to get in on the side and it's like Jason DeVos and Craig Forrest were both up there and said, no, yeah, no, no, get the fuck out. Yeah. And so Blatter had to go off and count around the side and try to like nudge Jack Warner out of the way and get in there because DeVos favorite... and Forrest were not making way for it. Yeah, they're like, uh, no, this is our celebration. Fuck you. My favorite moment actually came the day after when I opened up the Toronto Sun, which you shouldn't do normally, but mm. I did in this particular time. And the, the actual, the political cartoon was a guy wearing, that was drawn wearing a Canada custom shirt holding the gold cup and going, what am I supposed to do with this? And then the guy going, it's a soccer trophy. And he went, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, they probably was a little pithier than what I just did it, but that was the just of the joke. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'd like to see actually from this, uh, and I, I love, I love Borean. I, he's, he's very enjoyable. I hope that Maxime gets a chance to okay. play. Uh, he's, he looked very good in the Voyager's He group. did. And he, honestly kept Montreal in it it very annoyingly on more than one occasion um, through both legs and uh, it's been kind of fun to watch him play well and to know that he is he's at that level maybe like that he could be he could actually be their keeper the um, need to lend him somewhere but anyway. well they do so he gets to play but I'm hoping that maybe this is an opportunity to maybe find a team to play for you know get, I don't get, know, they have that I, like get him out there, Kellen Irwin. Is he that good for the set or for the senders for the for Fury? Like lend him to Ottawa. Like he needs to play. Yeah. So, 
Um, Kyle Aaron, as we've sort of talked about, finished his mandatory substance abuse program training, whatever, with MLS and has been cleared mm. to play. He's already played. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday. Yep. And we'll play again. Yes, this Wednesday. Uh, and uh, Zambrano has already said that should can't advance to the next. I think he used the word like but, but, will. Well, like, will, but that, when, that, as he seemed quite yes. certain it would happen. So just charming. Yes, it was charming. Well, you appreciate oh, you the, the yeah, optimism. Are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked, I like, I like a little, you know, uh-huh. he wants to have a little bit of swagger. That's fine. But that he's going to call Laren back. So after having been left out of this round, now he's, now all is forgiven. It's Okay. I it's still just fair enough, really. I, I mean, guess. How long are you supposed it's, to go with these well, things? Yeah, it's, look, I mean, uh, I'm a believer in second chances, not well, so do I. Again, I never said chances. he should be yeah. banned from the program forever. And if they make the quarterfinals, I mean, at that point, the sporting reasons start to sure. overwhelm people, and they're like, okay, well, you know, you get a good draw in the quarterfinals, and suddenly you're in the semifinals, and who knows where the hell that goes. There's a third-place game now. You're getting two more games for sure. I, Anything above that would be fine. It is the tenth anniversary of the Atiba was onside uh, tournament, so oh mm-hmm. god, that's uh-huh. right. Which would be the last high water mark of this program, I would have to say. Yeah, they should have won that game. They really, they sh- of course, they should have. I mean, it would have just tied the game. We forget that sometimes. But the but... momentum counts for a lot. Yeah, you know, once anyway. Um, so as we said, the first game is this Friday uh, against French Guiana zero idea as to the team from <laughs> it'll be a similar game to the um, uh, friendly against Curso. Uh, Curso, yeah. yeah. A French Guyana also ranked above Canada in, uh, in FIFA rankings. That I don't know, <laughs> probably but uh, yeah, that's why they th- this is the brilliance of Victor and his uh, CONCACAF League of Nations thing is that it's going to get Canada playing these teams more often which should even the rankings out to put them that's the hope, yes. Level. Yes. That would be a good thing. That would be a good thing. So, yeah, so that is uh, 7 o'clock, I believe, 7 p.m. on Friday. It would probably be the early game because I can't imagine yeah. it being the primary game of the no. night. Um. <laughs> what? Oh. Surprised they're not playing at 4 in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the Gold Cup matches are being broadcast on... TSN. It's TSN, yeah, they have it all. So mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to watch it. I don't know if it's but, just Canada. All the Canada games are yes. for sure. I don't know, I don't know about everything, yeah. but if, for, to watch Canada, nice. which, of course, really is all you need to do. What else would you well, need to watch? Come on. We just have to do a daily show. We'll have to watch all the games. Oh, no. Poor you. Are you okay? It's hard luck life. Aw. Do you need a hug? No, I'm Duncan, okay. give him a hug. <laughs> Are you comforted Chill. now? All right, good, oh, good, good. We worked it all I'm going to have to watch a lot of international football. It's going to be really hard. I'm going to have to watch Haiti, for Christ's sakes. Haiti. Is Haiti in the tournament? I don't even know. Wow, that's an informed journalist across the table for I me. I haven't started to do, the, do it yet. We're, we're, our preview starts Wednesday. I did think you, you must have like come on the show uh, today because you were, you were jonesing to do a podcast of some kind. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you just don't do enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, did one this morning. We're t- taking tomorrow off, so. Uh, oh, yeah, wow. he's got to cram it all in. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for it. Um, so yeah, so and then there's uh, the next game is the uh, the 11th or the 9th uh, and then the 11th. Three days later. Yeah, it's later, yeah. so they play them, but then they go from New York to uh, to Texas. They play one game in Houston and uh, one yeah, game in, in uh, Frisco. Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens after that. But do and it all leads to the final in San Jose. Exactly, really? all roads lead to San Jose. Apparently, like a via stadium, San Jose, or like yeah, via stadium. Yeah, really. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
the uh, football, the football NFL stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that the Earthquake Stadium. No, no, the 49ers okay. are playing. The 49ers yeah. going okay. So oh, okay. That, oh, it's not that all right. Makes more well, sense. Yeah. So they're anticipating Mexico will be in it. So right, of course. So you've got to have space. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, do 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 watch the Gold Cup. Uh, do you recommend it? Uh, it's good. To, even even just to get a chance to see some you know players for Canada that you're not used to watching, potentially. And who knows? They might actually do something good. Yeah. Never, it could happen. See, the best thing about watching the Gold Cup with mm. the Voyagers, and there will be Voyagers viewing parties, check the Facebook page out. Uh, we're just we're talking about it off air, but where exactly they'll be, we'll figure that out, is uh, to watch the, the hope as it like goes from zero <laughs> to, to like, 150. 150 and then back to zero again, all within 90 minutes. It's really quite, you know, hilarious if you're not one of us. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, or just hang out with Martin for the day. Like, we should actually raffle off, watch the game with Martin Montes. That would be an amazing draw. <laughs> He could, he could represent you legally after the That's fact. true, yeah. If you throw something in a bar or throw yeah. a punch or whatever, it doesn't matter. All Montez right. Law. Call Martin Montez at 1-800. No, I don't know. Anyway, watch the Gold Cup. Come out and watch it with us. Watch it at home. Whatever. It'll be fun. Last thing on our show. Orlando. True. So Toronto's last match before the Gold Cup break. Sees them in Orlando on Wednesday to take on the Lions. Dun, dun, dun. Meow. Um, you know, Orlando having solid season, certainly doing better so far this year than last year. They had a really uh, good stat. They're kind of struggling since, but you know, overall, okay. Solid, not good, but uh, they do have, of course, Kyle Lahren back, and uh, mm. Will Johnson is apparently scoring goals or something crazy like that. Uh, is Kaka back? Is he still yeah. sort of injured? He's still kind they, of they vaguely be- playing. They do better without him. They do. Yeah, yeah. They do. So, uh, it's another away game for, for Toronto, and uh, they're actually already there. They flew straight there, yeah. They flew straight there, uh, which doesn't happen very often, but this is one of, I think they get a couple options through the year that they're allowed to, they don't have to return home. Yeah. Uh, so, they went straight to Orlando. If you follow any of the players on Instagram or Twitter, you can see. Were they all at Disneyland? Some of them were, yes. Yeah, I, I've seen okay. pictures of the Epcot Center and all yeah, this probably, stuff. They're all, the they're, yeah, they're all having yeah, some fun. Sure. So, so that's lovely. Uh, it would be nice to see TFC go into the break uh, with a win to now keep now to keep pace with Chicago. Um, but yeah, I, I don't even. It's it's weird. Like Orlando's always has become one of those odd teams that we play where people seem to get more involved in it than I think they're going to and some of that I think has to do with is it Joe Bendick because Joe Bendick's the keeper like I don't quite know I always feel like people are like oh yeah Orlando and I'm like the Kyle Lawrence thing plays a role sure Um, maybe Will yeah Mm -hmm. it's all it's the Will Darby it's the Will Darby yeah Yeah. Orlando reminds me a little bit of TFC uh, the old TFC TFC the bad a lot of the uh, chaos that goes there which is hilarious that hi Will that you now support them. Um, at any rate, uh, yeah, it's um, it's uh, the, the, I think there also there was novelty when they came in because they seemed exciting and fresh because they were coming from the lower league where they were all dominating, but they're really not that good. Yeah. And TFC, other than the one game last year where the bizarre call went against right. them. Right. They've handled pretty them much, well. yeah, owned them fairly nicely. So it should be... A point, at least. Yeah, it depends on the line. I mean, I, you know, well, Vasquez will be back, so 
That's key. Start Vasquez. Do, do we know this for sure? Yes. Yeah, yeah they've, they said, they've said he's joining the team in Orlando. So Okay, good. That's nice. Um, the player to watch, I have Kyle Lahren. Might as well. Wow. It's sure. definitely Kyle Lahren. Especially, you know, if, if you're going down to the game and, you know, you're leaving the stadium, if, if you're driving anywhere, look out for Kyle Lahren. Yeah. It's, he's, let he's him go the, first. He's the guy to watch. Yeah, I, Kyle mm-hmm. Lahren's Uber driver. I don't think Kyle's driving anywhere to the stadium. Um, I'm pretty sure they've probably given him his own driver now. Yeah, Kyle Lahren at the club. Slash bodyguard. To, watch to see if he can, yeah. he can finish the deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can he close? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's, he's the story. I mean, everyone's going to be watching that doubly hard. Well, I mean, he's already played one game, but I think that he will be the player to watch for a while, um, regardless of, uh, of how many times he plays, because it's a, it's a story. Uh, you know, Kurt Larson, everyone's favorite Kurt Larson. I don't know if you've, oh, you probably you wouldn't have seen it. I, I'm <laughs> um, I, I occasionally send them to I, him, but not, I, yeah, not he, always. He was tweeting today that, that he was talking to a bartender, which means Kurt's like, oh, right. Uh, yeah, that was asking about Kyle Lauren. So he, he's apparently the story down there. I mean, there's no other sports going on right now in Orlando. They only have a basketball team and that's it's not basketball season and the magic are awful. So, uh, yeah, um, that's the player to watch for sure. It's true. All right. Uh, Vane tactics, uh, start Vasquez. Sure. That's 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 step Makes one. Sense. Yep. And uh, figure out what to do with the right back situation. Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what it is, but does Marky Delgado play back there? Maybe. I mean, mm. I mean, Armando Cooper's done it before. I know. I know. I know. It's it's. It depends on how. Like this is my concern with this game. Is it's a, it's such a two hot weather games back to back with a with a reduced roster and is going to be a test of the depth and you can make your own jokes there if you want but um do you play more conservatively to try and you know get a point which is normally in the past you think one point in the road you're fine you take care of your home points and there's fairness to that but i think this tfc team views itself as a supporter shield contending team well they should they're yeah you know they're right there in the mix so if you're a supporter shield contending team you probably should beat orlando even if it's on the road, so how do mm-hmm. they line up? That's going to be the question, and I don't, I don't honestly know how he's going to do this. This is a game that I really don't have a handle on, and what TRC is going to look like. I feel like they've got a bunch of time off after this game. Go for it. Yeah, that, that, that's basically my my thought. Everyone, yeah. everyone who's basically first team who is there and, and and healthy enough to start should start. Bradley and Altidore specifically should be playing ninety minutes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to Gold Cup for the for, for the group stage, so they got lots. They got lots of time to rest. Yeah. No. Al, no. Altador needs to go. Absolutely. Both of them do. Well, Bradley. You know, that's his thing. But if you're going to start Altador, let Altador play. Vancouver's there. I mean, Vasquez. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. look, they have the talent to beat this team. They're they're better than them on paper. So absolutely. It's the it's the back to back heat travel situation that makes me leery of this game and and reluctant to to be boisterous about the chances but well then that leads in nicely to the next question predictions 1-1 one, one. that seems reasonable I'm going to go nil-nil I'm feeling oddly optimistic I'm going 2-1 TFC okay there you go. well I was really wrong I was really wrong for the other game so I'm probably really wrong for this too but I like to occasionally be hopeful I mean they're probably mad about the Dallas game and- well I'm hoping that maybe they're mad about the Dallas game I'm hoping Seb is mad for the yeah, I mean, look, if they can get a result out of this, if they get a win out of this, then I think the Dallas game, you just look at it as, oh, man, well, that happens. Sometimes. Kind of like yeah. you look yeah. at the... Good team away from home, you're yeah, going to lose exactly. those games. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, 
that is our show for this week. Uh, join us next week as we look back at the game in Orlando, uh, talk some more Gold Cup stuff because the first game will have been played. But most importantly, we welcome a very special guest. We have another president. Yes, that's right. More presidents. We, we only have presidents on this show. Those are mm-hmm, our, mm-hmm. our thing. Uh, joining us next week is Canadian Premier League President Paul Barron. Uh, so that'll be exciting. We'll have him on to talk about the league, talk about state of soccer in Canada, and uh, whatever else we can rope him into. So I look forward to his MLS wins and losses contributions. Yes, yes. Uh, I'll tell him to get his uh, his his accents in order. Mm. Um, so that's well, yeah. That will be our show next week. We're very much looking forward. It should be fun. All right. Well, I have been joined by one of the original. BMP panel and our one of our subs. Yep. So uh, on Twitter is at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Uh, to be found at the 24th minute, uh, soccer today, Canadian soccer news, etc., etc., etc. Mr. Dwayne Wallens. Suck it, Laramie. <laughs> As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. I've been at Casey Knowles. I've been your host, Chris Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. The Muskoka Brewery. <laughs> the Kirby Craft Lager. Is there a tiny little beer for a tiny little man? Adrian Heath. First impression, it's fizzy. I like this one. It's a nice little light beer. Summary. Uh, is, is the Kirby an actual boat in the Muskokas? I presume it must be. I believe so. Mm. Uh, You're not familiar with the Muskokas? Not as much as I should be, considering I'm from up in that area. Mm. I thought Peterborough was more the Kawarthas. It is the Kawarthas, but we we, we aspire to the Muskokas. You you always know someone who has a place in the Muskokas, or you hope to. That's the the goal. Because there's cottaging in the Kawarthas, which I've done many times in my life. But really... But so, does, does the Kawathas presumably yeah. hates Muskoka. There's a big sort of rivalry, or it's a, an aspirational thing. It's like, you know, a little column B. Person in the trailer park who, uh, you know, wants, thinks, yes, we should give tax cuts because I'm, I'm not poor, I'm just not rich yet. The, the Muskokas are, uh, are where the people that live in Rosedale and Forest Hill have cottages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kawathas are where the people that live in High Park have cottages. The people that live where I live don't have cottages. You have the islands yeah, exactly. when they're not underwater. Exactly. We <laughs> yeah. can't go to them right now. But David, it's glamorous. Ooh, that is glamorous. Mm. Look at you. Yes. Duncan David. Yes. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. It was going to be Duncan Mackenzie. 
after the guy who played for Leeds, which is where my parents are from. He was like their favorite player and everything, and uh, then they bottled out at the last minute. And just, that's too uh, bad. Duncan McKenzie Fletcher. Now there's a name. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a prime minister's name. You see that on a business card? Duncan McKenzie, McKenzie, Duncan Fletcher. McKenzie Fletcher. Yeah, I know. Wow, it's just like McKenzie Fletcher. Is, is that a double-powered last name? Or, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, Concerned whichever way you want it to go. Yeah. You want to lop off that name? Yeah. Duncan, Duncan McKenzie. Or and Mackenzie Fletcher, you know, that, like you have like all these options. That's where it all went wrong. It really is. My my future was like nailed on. For and then glory. They and they they took that away from you. Just mediocrity awaits. So it's a wonder you ever like forgive you know forgave your parents. Mm. <laughs> okay. Literally, like I know Duncan's like it wasn't me this time. It wasn't my fault. Very well, still eating. It was a very big carrot that I picked up. Okay. All right. Next it, up, is there a big carrot somewhere in in Canada? On like like the big apple? Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> the big carrot. I'm just thinking of the big carrot on the Danforth, but well, that's yeah. That's just like a shop. Supermarket. Mm. The the an actual fufu grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> Yeah, and that's all like an giant, actual like plastic carrot on the G- side of the GMO road somewhere. Free uh, carrot deal. I'm sure there's got to Google that shit. Giant carrot side uh, of road. Oh no, my phone's in the kitchen. I realize that now. Duncan's going to. Can I intro the Voyagers Cup part now? Or are we d- busy in Carrot Land? All right, we're busy in Carrot Land. I'm going to have another one then. Well, Duncan looks this up. <laughs> yeah. There is a big carrot in New Zealand. Oh, I can't. But apparently not in uh, not in Canada, from what I can see. Disappointing. Just mm. the apple. Yeah. Okay. The giant carrot in Ohakune, New Zealand. Oh, it, it it looks like a big carrot. That is a very large carrot. Yeah. Oh, well then. Yes. All right. Yep. Excellent. Well done, Ohakune. Now, now can I intro the next well. part? Are you sure? Well. Go. Excellent. Thanks.